live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are those of the hosts and the guests of this show, and not necessarily those of Town Square Media or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, or other professional for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Coligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Coligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn about a current legend of the local media who has and continue to be one of the most hardest working media person in the architects. It is Saturday, November the 28th, and we are broadcasting our radio show today from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in wonderful Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the December issue of the Best of Times at one of our 528 distribution locations beginning on November the 30th. Thanks for your many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. If you're unable to find a current copy of our magazine, remember, you can log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view current and past issues of our magazine. Remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for listing of announcements regarding upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who do make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Standing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Standing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Joining me on my radio show today is a very special guest, my friend, fellow media guru, Mr. Tom Pace. Thank you, Tom, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Well, it's my honor and privilege, Gary. I've uh, I've listened to your show ever since we started it about 15 years ago. It has been 15 years ago, and yes, you are one of my inspiring mentors, you and Barney Cannon. I tell you, God, God rest Barney Cannon. Yes, what yes. a great man he was. He was a big supporter of my show and helped me and gave me constructive criticism. I mean, and he would... Every time, especially when we did remotes, he was like a big cheerleader for me. I can just go on and on. And so did you. You, I knew nothing about radio, and you helped educate me about talk radio. And and uh, and and here I am. I thought I was going to be just be around a couple of months. Sure, right. And me too. At the time, you were, you were going. Ah, I think I want to do a radio show. And I said, Oh, sure. Well, yeah. here, let me let me help you a little bit. And uh, and so hence now you're a 15 year 15 veteran. years. You're a veteran now. A veteran. 
Warren, but I'm still not astute and as guru as you. And I mean, I wish I could be on that pinnacle. Fifty years you're celebrating. That's why I, 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 I'm so happy to invite you. I should have invited you earlier, but now you are celebrating 50 years in the media, and we, we congratulate you. The best of times, Gary Caligas and Tina, and all of, all of my people and all of my loyal listeners and, and uh, readers of the best of times want to congratulate you on that milestone. Well, if I, as the late Frank Page, and, and God love him, and uh, God rest his soul, uh, my, my mentor would say, if I'd have known I was going to be around this long, I would have taken back. care of myself but uh that that's a whole nother story uh, yes uh, it, it is an honor i never thought in my mind in my wildest dreams that i would be a member of the media for over 50 years and and it actually uh started uh way back when i, I was like five or six at a, at a little radio station in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, where I was born. I think it was KCLA, and, and they would do uh, record shop remotes way back then on the radio, and, and that was about, oh, 1952 or so. And, and I would go there with my ukulele at Petey Gathright's store, and I would sing and, and play on my ukulele. And, and, and so if you were doing math or anything, I guess I've probably been bitten by the bug in over 60 years. Wow. That's, and do you still have that ukulele? No, no, sadly. Yeah, sadly, has. that's what our, our parents sometimes would chuck the things that now well, we wish we still had. I wish I had had that wooden uh, ukulele. In fact, uh, on that radio station there in Pine Bluff, the Browns, the legendary Jim Ed, Bonnie, and Maxine would uh, would sing uh, on that radio station. I, I've, wow. had, I've had the opportunity to visit with Jim Ed and some of them, and, and they do remember those times. So it was... It, but I'll tell you, Gary, um, it, it, it's a privilege, it's an honor, and you know, there are people that inspire you. You, you know the old saying about pay it forward? That's it. You know the mm-hmm. pay? All right. Well, let me say that there were a lot of people that encouraged me along the way, and, and none of which is more important. The most important person in my life would be the late Frank Page. Uh, I, I knew Frank Whenever I came here, uh, about 1980, which was like about 35 years ago, he he took me under his wings, his collective large wings, arms, and embraced me and gave me uh, gave me a mission, helped me refine my skills, of which I still learn every day, and I bless him and I thank him for his love and his support each and every day of my life. And, and I will tell you, if these halls here at now Town Square used to be the, the radio ranch, uh, KWKH AM 1130, and, and, and then uh, on the FM it was, it was K-Rock, and then it begat the Big Dog and 94.5 and all that. If they could talk 
My gosh, what a tale they would tell. <laughs> they would, they would. But Frank was an inspiring person. He inspired me. And I, I was fortunate to have him on a couple of my radio shows. And, and the most interesting radio show we ever did with Frank was when um, James had the the um, the contest of the world's uh, Guinness World's Record, and I did a remote broadcast. Clear Channel said, "Yeah, you can do you can the, do a two-hour show." Uh, the James Burton having the world's uh, the largest number of the Guinness. Uh, right. Uh, contest at the Hearst Coliseum. At the Hearst Coliseum, of which I was there with a the guitar, and, and and you were there. And, with and Frank, and Frank was my co-host for two hours, and we had such a such a fine time. And I was I was nervous a little bit, but he said, "Calm down." You know, we're doing the break. He says, "Calm down. You're doing good. Don't get nervous." And uh, but he was an inspiring person then, and we and he just was amazed. We were amazed at the, at the turnout. And it didn't uh, quite make it, but you know, Dad Gummit, we had a ton of people that we turned did. out. We did. And, and and they were some of the top pickers and grinners and, and uh, guitarists from all over the world. But the, but the funniest thing was about that event, uh, James came up to me at one of the breaks, and they were counting people. And if, if we're short, I'm going to teach you how to play the guitar. I said, I don't know how to play guitar. There's only three. There's only three chords. Three right chords. You don't have to worry about it. We, I can quickly teach you. If I can get the mayor to learn that, Mayor Glover, that was cool, you know. Uh, while we're on this, okay. uh, let us take just a moment, a word of uh, consolation, uh, celebration. Uh, Louise Burton's mom just passed away oh, earlier this week at the age of 94 and I talked to Miss Louise and she said Tom don't be sad we're celebrating her life uh, sure. we thought she'd live to be 100 but she passed away peacefully and so consequently uh, she is up in uh, heaven with uh, with my daddy and they're happy and I said okay and so we will uh, send that word of uh, condolences out to James Burton and Louise Burton on the passing of her mom. That's uh, that's a definite. That's a definite. So, Tom, March the 8th, I don't know if our listeners know that we've talked about it a couple of times, but March the 8th was that infamous day in history yes. where little Tom was born in... Pine Bluff, Arkansas, uh, just right outside of uh, Little Rock, about 60 miles. And, and uh, yep, uh, Tommy Glenn Pace, just for the record. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh, you mentioned it. I, I did. mentioned I, it. I, I, did. I, I did. I know, but, I mean, that's okay. I was Tommy Glenn Pace until I worked for Channel 11 in Little Rock for a long time as a reporter. And, and still on my business card, it said Tommy Pace. And then I took the broad sweep brush and said, no, it's going to become Tom and my oh. mother. My mother got all, oh, you know how moms get. Yes. And, and, and you're always going to be my little Tommy Glenn. I said, That's absolutely, it. I'll always be. Oh. But why, 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 why do you want to change your name? I said, just humor me. It's this point in my life. Now I'm okay. So tell our listeners is there's a special um semblance here of Gary and Tom have the same birthday on March the 8th, 1950. Yeah, yours is 50, mine's 47, and and I just, uh, well, uh, if if you do the math, I'm 68, soon to be 69 this next year. Hey, you don't look at one day. Well, God bless you, Gary. You look uh, eternally young, too. You no, I don't. Yes, I'm getting do. older. Now they have three granddaughters. I'm getting older for some reason. Uh, I've got two I'm grand- the papu now. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm pops, and, and we have two grandsons, and, and yes, I, I feel that. What did they say 
oh, yes, you can do today what you did at 35. It just uh, it takes longer to recover. Correct, correct. When we play Ring Around the Rosie, it's difficult for me to fall down and get back up real quickly. <laughs> she wants me, Isabel wants me to get back up very quickly, Tom. Yes. And I, I'm saying, Isabel, just wait a second. I can make it, but it's going to take a few seconds. Here. Yeah, that, that, that's the deal. It's like whenever I get down and, and I'm playing trains uh, with, with Austin and Alex, and then all of a sudden I'm going, oh, yeah, uh, Suzanne, give me a hand here. Let me get up and, and uh, that sort of thing. Tom, uh, one other question. I think maybe my listeners know, but I do not. Do you have other siblings? No. Uh, sadly, I am an only child, and, and I say sadly. I, I, my parents, uh, Glenn and Mary Pace, love me to death, and, uh, and, and they just showered me with affection. They encouraged me. Dad encouraged me about my career in, in, in broadcasting, uh, though he today would not be alive uh, has not been alive to see me in in this state, so I'm saddened over that. He passed at the age of 56, uh, and and then I was in the Navy for a year, and then he he had gotten the cancer, and I got out on a hardship discharge, so he never got to see my work, my body of work in in TV or radio or anything like that. But yes, I am an only child. And how about that similarity? I'm an only child as well. I didn't realize that, Gary. Yes. And my father passed away at the age of 77 and was unable to see me on the radio. I mean, I was home health, and he knew me when I was involved with that, but uh, he he passed away at an early age, and he would not. My mother, of course, listened to my show every day, every Saturday, until she passed away this year in March. So she she was a devoted listener and complimenter and also would, Tom, would give me constructive criticism and she would say okay how come you enunciated that word this way I says hey Angela knows I rebaptize people and I don't know their know how to pronounce their names I sometimes rebaptize them and change their name and she said well you should you should get your expert Miss Angela do you ever ex- you, you baptize people oh, well we, we, we baptize them a different name oh, I don't oh, bat- different na- I was different gonna... you didn't know that no, no I don't okay. really baptize them okay she calls it you know rename them in Re- their baptismal Re- name yes so I, I just it. call them a different name That's and uh, they know how they know how it is, but she would give me just wonderful feedback about every show, and uh, and uh, the, the, of course the funniest one is occasionally when we have to go off the air, and I have a guest on a live show, then you know this that you have to go to hard break, and the person doesn't get off, and you you fail to end the whole show like you know God bless America, have right. a good day, and your mother says, so how come Fox News took over your show? Yeah, <laughs> how dare they? How dare they? How that, dare they? She would always comment about yeah, that. Mom, I can't control the guests sometimes. They well, my, my sign off is blue skies, green lights, God love you, drive safe. We'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Uh, a compliment about you that I've, I've read, but I know it's true. You're one of the hardest working men in media in the architects. As, as one person told me, he is the epitome of multitasking. You can do more things and be in more places at the, almost at the same time. Yeah, and and uh, sometimes Suzanne will say to me, uh, do you have to be everywhere? And I said, I'm, I'm not everywhere, but I feel like if it is involving the community, it is uh, if it's involving something of newsworthiness, noteworthiness, 
I will do my best to be there. And 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 so on on my show that I do on the Promise at ninety point seven FM every day from five to six o'clock on on the Talk of the Town, I, I try and bring all those good stories to light, Gary. It, it's not just uh, who got shot and and things and the house fires. Well, I compliment you on that. I love I love your show, but I love your positive attitude and, and only bring emphasizing the positives and the good things, not the 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 isolated incidences, the negative things that happened in our well, I'll tell you here. what I will make a muscle if it is egregious it is like with the Thomas Lavalley shooting if it is with uh, with Amy Fletcher's boy and things of that nature I'll make a muscle on it I will not shy away from from reporting things that are, are uh, horrendous that that affect our lives uh, right here in the United States uh, you know the Syrian refugee problem and things of this nature I won't back away from it I'll call up uh, Senator Vitter, I'll call up Congressman Fleming. I'll, I'll call up our, our members of our uh, congressional delegation. Get them on the horn and talk to them about it. So, uh, no, I don't back away, but I don't emphasize the daily shootings. That's 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 a good that's a good point. I'm I'm glad you're one of those. I just say few. <laughs> I think you're right. There there are more and more of them that want to emphasize the negative and try to and try to um, uh, you know to, to sensationalize. That's right. And I don't mean to use the word in in an in a in an aberration uh, way. I just merely say that that is uh, sadly what sells. Well, I know you get the compliments that you don't do that, and so do we at the radio show. But our best of times magazine gets it more than anything is my wife and I when we started our publication 15 years ago uh, we decided we would not talk about anything in a negative nature any any kinds of of crime uh, bankruptcy rumor mills uh, etc we would not we would not I call it a that. crime blotter I call it a crime blotter if you want it there's plenty of publications out there you can turn to okay that you know and that's true the other thing and you do it you do a little of this is uh, we decided also to, to avoid uh, sports and avoid um, uh, religious activity. No, no, no. You see, I, I, I'm an equal opportunity guy. If, if it's sports, <laughs> it's good for us. Uh, you know, there's, you know, there is a, a second religion outside of Baptist and, and and all of the others. You know, and that is sports. It's Friday night lights. It's Saturday oh, yes, night, oh, yes. Saturday night football. Uh, there's NFL, and and also, uh, you know, I get right down into it and I say, okay, let's just uh, go to those items that people enjoy and they is so i'm not going to limit myself just to political diatribe or or something of that nature i'll, I'll talk about city government i will talk about all these other things in a positive as if nothing else asking the questions to shed light on gary well that that is that is cool you know the the important thing about that is that um, the important thing is that you know when uh when people start emphasizing the negative, it gets a little, it gets people a little tense, and you're going to have two sides sometimes of these 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 issues, and and um, that's one reason why I avoid it here on the Best of Times Radio Show. I have many of the um, so-called 
experts that want to be interviewed here, but I don't want to get into controversy. I, I don't get into controversy, but religion is a part of our lives. It is. And, and I will say on my show, I am unabashedly a Christian. I, I, I don't apologize for it. And uh, if someone else has an opinion, well, they're like noses. Everybody's got one. So, uh, and, and if they wish to uh, proffer their opinion, they can call me. But I do not, uh, I do not embrace uh, those things of uh, women's rights uh, to abortion and things like that. I, I'm a big believer in the right to life and, and uh, that sort of thing. We'll be right back with more information. But now I work from our sponsors and advertisers who do make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by A Bears, Sunny Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a very special guest, is Mr. Tom Pace, the talk of the town. And uh, he's been a wonderful media person for the past 50 years, and now he tells us that he could have been probably 60 if you count out when you were five. When right? I was five, that's exactly right. You're you were probably holding the, the, the play microphone back at five years ago. I back. was, and if you would have seen the picture, and I can't find it, but but I, I left you a lot of photographs over there, and one of those is, is me uh, at Petey Gathright's record shop in Pine Bluff, and, and all the ladies are around in their poodle skirts. They're watching, and, and uh, <laughs> there's a microphone there, and I've got my uh, my ukulele and everything, and I'm, I'm singing. And that goes back, as I said, to 1952, and, and I still... Still uh, have the bug today. I told somebody as long as as I'm inspired and I feel like this is something I'm doing. It's a mission. I believe in it. I'll continue to do it. I guess until I make that final sign-off call. Wow, that that is devotion. So in in '65, you were 18. You became a DJ, on, and that was your reality to become a DJ on a midnight shift for a small AM station. So do you remember what types of music you played? Well, now wait a minute. First off, let's get correct, and, okay, and I don't correct. know where that, that that came from. Now I worked the midnight shift here at KWKH. Oh, but but I worked uh, this daytime shift at KDXC, KDXC, as if you didn't know that was K Dixie in in Little Rock, Arkansas in, in uh, 1965, and of course it was country music, uh, My Elusive Dreams, David Houston, Tammy Wynette, uh, Nancy Sinatra, These Boots Are Made for Walking, all that uh, I played way back then, and, and when I first started, just like Angela knows, you, 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 have all the, you, all, you have all the messy shifts where you just sit there and run a board and you watch uh, all this, and, and I remember we would take advertising uh, and I'm 18 at the time. We would take advertising uh, on the radio station and let the preachers come in and do their live shows. And so there was a uh, there was a glass partition between me and the main studio and and the, let's just call it Studio B. And the preacher would come in there and and I remember very uh, well. First off, they had to pay in cash. They had to get the money from them in cash. And oh, it, really? I swear. <laughs> cash before talking. Cash before talking. Uh, you got to pay to play. And and, and so uh, here I am. I'm, I'm 18. I get the money. He goes in there. He literally starts talking 
in tongues. What? I get nervous. I, I'm sitting here on the other Whoa. side of the board. I mean, ah, Gary, I couldn't believe it. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, this is live. This is live radio. Back then, we weren't doing this tape thing like we can do today. And and I mean, I'm I'm going, oh my gosh. And and so after he all, I guess he had the spirit or whatever. And then after it was all done, he exited the building. And and so that. So how was, long was this talking tongues? This talking tongues was a good thirty minutes. Okay. Oh. And and I'm not sure what he said. I just know I sat there like a little kid in in wrapped. Oh my gosh, type thing. So, uh, so anyway, it, it started. Did the boards light up? The telephone lights? No, light no, up? no, 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 no. Back then, you did not have the uh, preponderance of listeners that would call in. Wait here. a second. I thought there was a request line back in the fifties. Well, there the was, there was, but at this time, this was a Sunday morning. Oh, you Sunday understand? Morning. Oh, it, Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. It was the religious block, and so uh, you know, I guess it was his flock probably listening and others. But no, they did not. Uh, they did not light up. But that was in. 65, and then I went to work for a television station, KTHV Channel 11 in Little Rock the same year. I worked for Safeway right down the street from the radio station, bagging groceries, uh, and then becoming a checker and burning boxes at 2 in the morning and still working <laughs> at the radio station. Well, wait a second, burning boxes? Yes, uh, they had the big incinerators, and, and it was like a tongue of fire. You would open up this thing, and, and all of the boxes that all the... Uh, that could be a good... Uh, a song of a title of a song. Yeah, well, yeah, Burning Boxes. Burning Box of Fire. Yeah, Burning Box of Fire. Oh, okay. and, and just for your information, you've heard of uh, Johnny Cash's oh, Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. Yeah, do you know the backstory on that? The no. back The backstory is the Preparation H people approached Johnny <laughs> to use that song as a jingle for selling Preparation H. Now, Johnny was all for it, but June and the family would have no Nothing to do. This is my hand to God. This is a true story. Oh, wow. And trivia here. I love this. And, and can you believe, could you believe hearing Preparation H and, and the song Ring of Fire, if, if it wouldn't have sold more than a, a, million, a million tubes of that, I don't know what would. Wow. What a rest of the story there. Okay, so what brought you to the Shreveport area? Well, uh, I, I kind of... I knocked around a little bit in, in different media, doing different things, marketing, uh, radio, and things of that nature. And then uh, back in 62, uh, I produced a, a one of these things, you know, everybody wants you to do in school. Uh, tell me about your vocation. What do you want to be when you grow up? And, and I, I did a thing at C.J. Colton Junior High. And, and, and your mother kept this. I, she kept it, and then I kept it. It's been awesome. handed down. You can see this. This, this is pretty uh, awesome. He, he's got it right here. I've got. He's got photos. He's got pictures. He's got, and it's typed. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, I, and and it was by the way typed on a typewriter without the letters on the keys. Dad had an old Underwood, okay. and he wanted to teach me to uh, touch type, and so I typed that on on an old Underwood, as you can see, without correcting without correcting, correcting tape. And, 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 and <laughs> that was still uh, that was still just uh, a gleam in somebody's eye at the time. So uh, I typed it. I got a 98 on it, oh, and uh, Miss Candell, I'll still remember it was becoming a disc jockey and so that was in 62 so uh, fast forward three years later then i start the career and then bang uh, here it is and and i wind up in uh shreveport in in 19 oh about 78 80 
and and then I began a career at uh, KWRP in Cushata, Louisiana, uh, 980, uh, and and uh, no, I think it was eight 870. Well, I'm going to, let me tell you, I slept. It's a senior moment. It's, it's a right. senior moment. Well, anyway, it was me in, in a little Quonset Hut studio out in the middle of a cow pasture, and KWRP is still there. Used it's to be still a, there in still, uh, still there out in the middle of a cow pasture. Wow. Uh, on Highway 1 there uh, near Armistead. And and so I would go there, and I'd do an afternoon drive show, and I would commute to Shreveport from there every day. This was before I-49 was even thought of, and I would commute uh 30 years ago from uh, Cushata to Shreveport, Shreveport to Cushata, and do the afternoon drive show. And and so then, after some things, after about a year, I get hired over at Cozy, KCOZ, mm-hmm. the old easy listening uh, Starlight Music, changing tapes on the air. And, and uh, so I'm working at Cozy, working the midnight shift after I get off uh, over there in Cushata on, on uh, Friday nights. And then I was uh, I had this bug, and uh, somebody said, "Well, why don't you go over there to Kettle Cage?" And so I did, and I approached them, and and son of a gun, uh, they allowed me to come in and work uh, the midnight shift. This is where the midnight shift came in. Oh, okay. The midnight shift uh, on on KWKH AM 1130, the big 50,000 watt flamethrower, of which then I continued to do that midnight shift uh, for Larry Scott. And, and God love him, uh, the Interstate Trucking Show, and, and I would do on the weekends. I'd do the weekend edition. And, and so thus began the career here at uh, KWKH about oh, 35 years ago. Wow. What, what, is, what an experience. And then you, got, then you dabbled. When did you start dabbling in photography? I want to tell my listeners. I, uh, my you dad, are a wonderful photographer. Thank you, Gary, and, and I, I appreciate that. In fact, there's a book coming out. Oh, good. I have a book. Uh, it's I've got the working title, and 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 I have part of the uh, the book already written. Now it's a matter of compiling it. the The book title is going to be Three, Two, One, Q Tom, and then the subtitle will be Behind the Mic and the Lens. My, da- my daddy loved photography. You would never see him without a camera an Argus C4, something of that nature. And I, I guess, I don't know if it's a DNA thing or whatever, <laughs> but, but I have since uh, and always enjoyed photography. So consequently, that is the answer. I guess I probably got 20,000, 30,000 photos. And now I, in this book... 20 or 30,000 photos? This is going to be a big book. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's going to be cold down, trust me. But I will tell you, I have always loved photography. And I, and I believe that, that if you... Uh, you don't have to have all the skills of knowing the f-stops. Understand what you're the the moment you're trying to capture. That's the that's the key to uh, being a, a good photographer. Well, I am not a good photographer. I have loved photography, and I will tell you, I even had a dark room for many years. I would develop my own color and black and white photos, and in my home and and on Cardinal Street. And then when I got married, I had to give up that particular hobby because the wife didn't want all those chemicals and and uh, the black, the dark area of our particular house to be you know designated. Dad, Dad had his own uh, dark room as well. I never got. 
got into that, but he did. He would develop all of his uh, 35 millimeter black and white film. That was the only thing to begin with years right. ago. Oh, it, it was a, a fun hobby. I, again, I love to dabble in it, and um, I'm, but I'm not as astute as you are. But I, I'm always very impressed with the, your photography, and then and, and uh, you're everywhere with the camera and with the microphone. Yes, in fact, I made you some photos of the uh, of the big Veterans Day celebration parade for your magazine. I don't know if they made the cut or not, but I did send them. Now you did. You did, and thank you for that. We'll be right back with more information, but now what from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A-Bears, Tanning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show today is this very special guest. It's my friend and fellow media guru, Mr. Tom Pace, who is celebrating his 50th year in media. And we congratulate you again on that milestone. Wow, 50 years. I know. I have to pinch myself every day just to make sure I get up in the morning, Gary. Um, but, but I will tell you, if I reach 50 years, I'll be 100. Angela, I don't think I'll be around then. <laughs> uh, you know what? With the, with the advances that we have in health care. Oh, thank you very much. You never know, Gary. Now, but, but I'm going to tell you that, that my, I will say one thing before we get finished. Uh, pay it forward. I've had the honor of having Frank Page mentor me. I, in turn, have mentored others uh, that that have gone on to be successful, one of which, right here in this very station, uh, James Stanley. Uh, and, and he did news, and I knew James when he was 14. Wow. I invited him in the studio. I almost got fired for it, but that's another <laughs> story. In the midnight hour, he would he was bitten by the bug. I couldn't turn the kid away. He wanted to be in radio. So I said, fine, come sit with me. And we were doing the all-night show on KWKH. And, and the thing was, I would tell him every time, okay, if you want to do it, the pay's not great, but you've got to get your education. You must finish high school. You you must go to college. I would instill that in him. Well, uh, he, he wouldn't take no for an answer, still came back a couple other times, and then followed his uh, passion, and, and then went from uh, from here over there to Centenary to do the radio station, and then from there, other uh, media outlets around the area, and now, I'm so proud of him, he works for CBS Radio in Dallas-Fort Worth, wow. even does a shift on Kiss Country over there, and I'm so proud, and, and, and I like to think, maybe humbly, I had a way of, of helping inspire him. Inspired him. And, and so that goes back to uh, pay it forward, Gary. Just, that's, just like you. That's thank you very much. You, you know, really. That, that is, uh, you inspired me, and others have inspired me to, to continue to do my show. And I appreciate your your mentorship of of, of myself as well. Well, listen, uh, and and we both share a common uh, theme: love for our uh, veterans. I was in the Navy yes. for a year, <laughs> and uh, and I was involved. In the Medal of Honor celebration, you did uh, that we hosted here in 2002, and that had to be my most 
rewarding moment. Uh, I will tell you, I worked on that for a year. I even took uh, a week's vacation here at the radio station. Jerry Frenchers granted me a week off so I could devote it to that week of marketing the Medal of Honor. And it was a remarkable event. I, w- I was just involved with the best of times then. And just we had just uh, we were one year. And I, uh, Grace, I offered my assistance in our little magazine because we were dealing with veterans. And But you did a remarkable job. And it was internationally known. And uh, it was so touching and honored that we honor the Congressional Medal of Honor uh, individuals that came to the Shreveport and Bossier City area. It was remarkable. And, and, and I got to meet them all. Uh, Flynn, the oldest uh, Medal of Honor recipient, uh, you know, so many of them had stories to tell. I will uh, humbly say the one man, besides the late Frank Page, that I admire and respect, having met and, and talked with, the late Norman Schwarzkopf. Uh, and and I had Deborah Norville. I was uh, we were in charge uh, myself, Nancy Cook, uh, and, and Marianne Van Osdale, others, on a media committee of which we devoted our time for a year to promoting this event. And and so consequently, it was the first anniversary after 9/11. So consequently, we had no network coverage because everybody else was covering the right. first anniversary at all the other where the 9/11 terrorists uh, bombed. But I still had people like Deborah Norville and others uh, from Good Morning America wanting interviews with General Schwarzkopf. And I said, honest to gosh, and and here's a little known fact. Uh, General Schwarzkopf had a million-dollar bounty on his head at that time from al-Qaeda. And he would not, uh, any time he was in the air, the CIA were tracking him on uh, in real time. And, and whenever he was flown here, uh, here and, and then taken back home, he donated the time, but he said, "Here are the uh, here's the options. I've got to have a a plane, a jet, two engines, two pilots, uh, along uh, with whoever comes, because I know what it is." And so, uh, Steve Schoonover was the one that donated the jet, and and uh, Steve got to accompany him. But I will tell you that uh, he was uh, he was a marked man by Al Qaeda, even. To up, up until the day he passed away, Gary. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I was not aware of that. But that again was a remarkable event that brought a lot of notoriety to the Shreveport and Bossier City area. I mean, six point seven million dollars, according to the Shreveport Bossier Convention and Tourist Bureau. After it was done, the amount of media publicity that we received, even without the national media, six point seven million dollars, and that was back in two thousand two, nearly. 13 years ago. And Tom, the other coup that you, I will, I will brag about you, you got a lot of uh, international and national sponsorships from some of these defense contractors who I got to meet a few of them, yes. which was a very, a lot of them have never been to Shreveport and Bossier City. They probably knew about Barksdale, but they did not, have never been to our fair city. So it was a great education for these CEOs and corporate executives from throughout the world yes. that were coming here to, you know, to be part of this particular event. Oh, it, it was a great event. And when General Schwarzkopf uh, wrapped himself in the flag and said, freedom isn't free, 
there wasn't a dry eye over there at the old Expo Hall at that time. I, I can tell you what a great man it he was. is. And, and, you and see I was the, there. I was there. Well, you see the photo uh, that I have with him, and I also had the opportunity to visit with uh, Senator Bob Dole. Uh, what a great man. I even asked him about Viagra. <laughs> I did. I did. Tom. I did. I said, uh, I said, Senator Dole, tell me, are you getting a piece of the action? Are you getting residuals, or did they give you money? And he said, I don't know. The more that I see of it on TV, I kind of wish I'd have gotten the residuals. But he said, I took the money, and then I donated that uh, that that money to Libby's uh, Red Cross uh, oh, wow. charity. So that's, that's the rest of the story. Wow. Okay, the other big event, you are a Mr. Volunteer and Chair and Co-Chair of many events and association, and your devotion to various charities and organizations, but you put Shreveport on the map, and you, you volunteer your time and efforts, and one of the most remarkable ones was the Miss USA pageant. Oh, right? and let me tell you, I got to meet the Donald briefly, briefly, and, and uh, there is a photo of uh, Donald Trump and I somewhere, and, and uh, he has this deer-in-the-headlights look, and so do I. <laughs> But but the point being is... Uh, and that was his first experience in the Shreveport area. That, that was for the Miss USA pageant. pageant. That was the uh, one that I'm aware of, the only one he ever came to. Then the remainder were the Miss Teen USA, USA. pageants. And I was uh, the chair of the local media uh, committee helping pr- uh, promote this, along with the Trump organization, Molly Miles. And, and we just did yeoman work here in promoting this. And, and I must send out a kudo to the late uh, Sam Giordano. He transformed Hirsch Coliseum into looking like it was New York City. If you had not known it was Shreveport the night that they had it, you would have never known it was Shreveport, Louisiana. I was there, and it was remarkable, and people throughout the world were watching this. And, again, it gave us, our little two twin cities, a lot of recognition that had never been received. I think we're probably the smallest city ever to get a Miss USA. You're right about that. But, Gary, uh, uh, before I finish, I I just have to thank you for allowing me to share a little bit about my time on Earth and these 50 years. I I could not have done it without my family's help, without the good Lord. I I believe in the mission that I'm doing. I, I believe... In, in every drop of rain that falls, a flower grows. And I believe also that my wife, Suzanne, my daughter, Valerie, all of, all of the kids in, in the family, the grandkids, uh, even, even my, in, in my first marriage, Connie, was there. They all supported me. By the way, we're all good friends, even though I've been, you know, uh, we've had our moments Uh, We are still all good friends, get together for Thanksgiving, for the holidays. But without them, I would be nobody because they gave me, they are the wind beneath my wings. Because you have to have that corp, you have to have that family support that, that, that pats you on the back and pushes you forward. Even though you have those setbacks, you have to move forward. That's exactly, that. and you know about that, and you know Miss Tina and, and your whole family are supportive of you. And Gary, let me uh, throw right back to you. 
what a great man you are to well, do you. what you do and, and, and this broadcast and also your Best of Times uh, magazine. It, it's just a, an honor and a privilege to be your guest. Well, thank you a lot, Tom. Again, congratulations on your 50 year. We hope you have a, another 50 and you could be celebrating, you know, we could interview you in another 50 years now, right? That, that's right, Gary. <laughs> Gary, I remember when. I remember when. That is it. But again, congratulations and best wishes to you for on your radio show and all your other endeavors. Uh, I know a lot of you, you have touched a lot of people's lives and you've interviewed many, many thousands and thousands of uh, small people big people, national people, famous people, and soon-to-be famous people. Uh, right? Let me tell you, and you being one of them, and Gary, you're welcome, as you well know, and you've been in the studio before any time on the Talk of the Town, on the Promise, 90.7 FM, 5 to 6, Monday through Friday. We're there. Mikasa Sukasa. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you again for being part of the radio show today. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A-Bears, Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to our show today. Join us next Saturday for another show that could benefit you or your loved ones. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the Best of Times at one of our 528 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show today. I'm Gary Coligas, wishing you and yours. The best of times, both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Best of Times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for The Best of Times. This is News Radio 710 Keel, K E E L, Shreveport Mosier.